Hello and welcome to episode two of Scouting the Cities. I'm your host, Scout Mason. We got a great episode today with the two owners of Zeit and Zatar, uh, Faze and Safe Han. Two great guys who really care about this place that's located here in St. Paul on Selby Avenue. Um, I found this place when I was, you know, trying to treat myself with a good meal, looking for a nice something rolled in a pita, right? So I found uh, I found this place on Yelp, and it turned out to be great. Um, I went in, I went in alone, you know, and and ordered my food, took it to go, and instead of you know sitting in the restaurant alone, even though the restaurant I will say is pretty beautiful on the inside. I took it to go and ate it in my car alone because I thought that would be less lame. Um, but now I'm telling you all this, and so it probably isn't very, uh, it, it is not less lame, I would say. But I think you'll hear in this episode that these two guys who took over this restaurant a few years ago really, really care about bringing you know the food they grew up with here to St. Paul, and they're doing a, a very, very good job of it, um, bringing you know what their mother made to St. Paul. Um, and if you want to try genuine, good cuisine, um, Indian, Pakistani, you know, Mediterranean, whatever you want to call it. Um, this is the place to go. And you'll see and hear from these guys that they, they really do care. And they're trying their best to, to build up their business. We all know how hard that is. Well, I guess maybe you don't, but maybe you'll find out here in Scouting the Cities. So without further ado, we present to you the owners of Zeit and Zatar. Enjoy. So here with the owner of Zeit and Zatar, um, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about the restaurant. First of all, thank you, Scott, for yeah, taking time to do this with us. Yeah. We really appreciate it. Uh, my name is Fez, uh, Fez Khan. Uh, I'm one of the owners for Zayt and Zata. It's a small family-owned restaurant uh, out here in St. Paul, awesome community in Miriam Park um, neighborhood. Um, we're off of Snelling and Selby. Um, and... Um, uh, we took over this this place in uh, November mm -hmm. of last year, 2022. Uh, it's been amazing. Uh, the community is very supportive. It's a very warm and welcoming community, uh, very inclusive, uh, inclusive. And uh, our restaurant, uh, as the name goes, Zayt and Zatar. So Zayt means oil. Zatar mm -hmm. is a, a Middle Eastern herb mix. Yeah. Um, so that's where the name derives is derived from. It's a very common um, common kind of uh, of a dessert, uh, sorry, breakfast item. Mm -hmm. um, in Middle East, uh, you take a piece of bread, dip it in the, uh, in the oil, yeah. and then dip it in the herb and eat it. Take a bite of it. Uh, that's where the the restaurant derives its name, and uh, it's a Middle Eastern and a fusion between Middle Eastern and South Asian cuisine, mm -hmm. which is a first I would say in the Twin Cities. We we were lacking something where you have both uh, the mix of worlds. So we provide a lot of uh, all options, which are all like from the Eastern part of the world, a lot of delicacies. Um, so that's that. Yeah, how would you describe that fusion between, um, you know, Middle Eastern and Southeast Asian, as you said, like in food style, I guess? Uh, so the thing is, a lot of, uh, a lot of our cooking is influenced uh, by our mother, and we grew up in, in India, mm -hmm. a central part of India, so to speak. Um, and when we we were a customer at this place uh, for a very long time, this place has been there forever. Mm -hmm. And uh, what we uh, went so when we took this over, this used to be a, a Middle Eastern food joint, mm -hmm. and then we started slowly introducing the, the our our flavors, our food of South Asian uh, cuisine, which is Indian, Pakistani, Bangladeshi kind of food, um, which is very well received. 
And when I say fusion, it's not a true fusion. That's why I usually use in my in my uh, marketing as well. I say it's a Middle Eastern cross uh, South Asian because we have both, not uh, fusion truly. Because when you say of a think of a fusion cuisine, it's done like a Middle Eastern food done with uh, with the Pakistani um, flavors, which is not the case. Uh, both of our food are separate and each other from each other, and it's. Uh, it's uh, that's how we, we we have it that we offer. Yeah, yeah. And yeah. here is my brother, Seth. Hey, Hi. fellow fellow owner in the business. Yes. Or, so um, I guess you guys you, you just mentioned you you grew up in in India in a central part of India. So um, how did you come to the Twin Cities and then I guess start cooking yourself and then eventually opening the restaurant? Yeah. So the work brought me here way back and I've been around here for almost a decade now. Uh, we live in northwest suburbs uh, of the Twin Cities, so it's far from here. Um, the, I, I, I was in IT, I used to work, um, but I always had passion for business and for, for uh, something which is restaurant and, and cooking and, and hospitality. And so we, uh, we moved over um, and then when this place was shutting down, as I said, we were very loyal customers and we, we wanted uh, to, 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 to keep this place going because mm -hmm. the community loved it, we loved it, so we thought, okay, let's just take this over and see what we can do with the place. So we did some remodeling here, we, we have digi digital displays, uh, we did some, some more flower walls and everything, yeah. uh, Insta wall, and uh, took it from there. So did you keep the original name? Was that was yes? Yeah, we took the we kept the same name Zaid and Zatar, mm -hmm. and then we, we added an adage to it, which is often missed. It's called Mediterranean Taba. Mm -hmm. So uh, Mediterranean food is essentially the Middle Eastern kind of food, uh, shawarma, gyros, and stuff. Taba mm -hmm. um, is a is a is a food shack kind of a thing that you find on the highways in India. Yeah. it's roughly usually twenty four seven people live there mm -hmm. and that is the best food that you'll find in the on the streets of India Pakistan yeah so on this in the South Asia it's pretty common to go to Taba's late in the night if you want a late-night bite you go to a place which is Taba yeah. and so we added that adage to just make it clear that okay we are also uh, Middle Eastern and uh, a South Asian cuisine place yeah so you guys want to bring your your kind of style of what you grew up eating right to yes. to the twin cities so like how how are you doing that you mentioned like cooking like like your mother or grandmother and and then now like the tabas as well so yes. how how have you guys tried to do that and how's that worked out for you so the thing is uh I think everyone everyone uh, misses their, their mom's food at some yeah. point, right? And living here in the Twin Cities, there are a few of the flavors that we were definitely missing, which was there. Like, there is Indian food, there's Pakistani food, there is Middle Eastern food out here. But uh, we were definitely missing some of the some of the, the food that we used to have at home. So for that, we usually either go far, or you have to fly 40 hours to get to home, yeah. or you have to go to places like Houston or Chicago mm -hmm. where uh, it's mostly uh, a lot of uh, that, that diaspora is, right? Mm -hmm. There's uh, the, the food scene goes on there. Uh, so we thought that was definitely missing. Some things like chart that we offer mm -hmm. comes back from our mom's recipes and from places back home. Uh, something of our biryani is very much influenced by, by our mom's cooking and our grandma's cooking. Um, our chole bhature, 
that that we offer is something which we haven't had in twin yeah, cities i would true. say and the uh, halwa puri the halwa puri mm -hmm. uh, there is there's is only one or two other places that offer that which is a pretty popular uh, south asian uh, food which yeah. is kind of missing in this whole scene so we intend to grow from this and you know bring uh, more um, uh, back home kind of food to yeah. a lot of people uh, and memories uh, on weekends we have uh, we have um, uh, a cart going on in this space uh, wherein we do live pani puri so pani puri is a uh, is another street food from indian subcontinent um, it's a puff uh, bite sized puff ball you poke a hole put some seasoned potatoes yeah. in it uh, tamarind sauce and then dip it in tamarind water and it's pretty amazing uh, but that's something which my daughter his daughter yeah. are missing on because they are growing up here but we grew up in in places where it was on the streets available mm -hmm. so we want to bring that experience the cultural experience along with the food uh to to the dining scene in the twin cities yeah so you have an actual cart in here so like try to like mimic the style even like you're walking up we, we make yes. it here we serve it to them oh that's awesome yeah. someone's that's standing here making it handing it out as you as you can yeah yeah so. That's super cool. So what has the response been then for customers coming in, both people um, who are, you know, from the, the places you're taking the influence from and mm -hmm. from others who've never tried the food before? Yes, and it's been amazing. It's been phenomenal. People have loved their food. People have loved uh, the cuisine, uh, what we have to offer, the experience itself. Uh, I remember a few days, a few weeks back, we, we catered at one of, the, one of the events where they wanted the cultural experience of Pakistan. And then we served chart there. There was uh, chai and chai. all those things. And it was the difference well is like we, we try to bring a lot of uh, cultural things here to show it to our kids from the next generation so they can understand, right? Yes. That's what the concept yeah. is. That's yes. the reason we and the, started. And a lot, you would be surprised how many people have been to India-Pakistan. Mm -hmm. Now with the globalization, a lot of people travel often and they have been there uh, who are not from there. Uh, and a, a, a mix, uh, I think this is a very uh, diverse uh, population that we serve here, not just Indians, Pakistanis, but like there are a lot of other people who eat at our restaurant. And uh, the, res the response has been equally well received for all of it because we offer something for everyone, mm -hmm. right? The, if you want something which is on the milder side, you can go with some things uh, that are like shawarma spices and all, right? Which are very flavorful, uh, different kind of spice mix mm -hmm. versus uh, you can get with something very bold like chaat, which is a street food. So whatever you like, you have something yeah. that we offer, yes. Yeah, so have you, um, I guess when you first opened the restaurant, um, did, did you cook a lot before? Uh, before opening the restaurant, like just at home, or, or were you just trying a lot of foods? Honestly, I try a lot of food. I'm not zero food. I, I love good food. Yeah. Um, Who doesn't, right? Yes. <laughs> but he, on the other hand, yeah. he can literally make anything for you. He just If you even have leftovers in the kitchen, he can bring out something that you're going to love. So that's what my brother has been at home as well. So yeah. like, we started cooking. We, we love the food, uh, and then uh, we are kind of foodies. Mm -hmm. As a family, me, my wife, my daughter, we all are like so foodie people. So we were missing the food here, especially in the Twin Cities. There was, uh, there's basically nowhere that we can go and get some good food. So mm -hmm. there are places, but sometimes it's not reasonable. Sometimes it's different uh, ways. You you might need to drive a lot. Then we we more often go to Chicago, 
Orlando and different places yeah. to get some. They're great places, but it's just yeah, it's just too. Everyone far. has different yeah. taste buds, and something which more appeal to us is the food yeah. that we offer here. So, so the food that we offer here is something which which comes from passion, mm -hmm. something that we were missing that we wanted ourselves and our our kids to try. Like I have a daughter, he has a daughter. We wanted them to try the, that food. So a lot of it is coming from uh, straight from what we wanted. We cook for them, yeah. or we wanted a place where we can offer that to others as well. Yeah, just trying to keep the culture alive, I guess, for as you're you're raising your kids in a new place, right? Yes. Uh, more than that, we I think that it's important for for because we are living in the melting part of the world. It's very important that we uh, we expose our kids and others. To all the cultures, we are open to all the cultures. We eat at other other places, which are Mexican, Italian food. Uh, we enjoy a lot of Somali food. Yeah. Uh, all Chinese. of that. Chinese. Yeah. So like, it's it's very important for us that that our kids are also exposed to a lot of different flavors and that the world has to offer. Growing up in this part of the world, wherein you can experience all, is amazing. Right uh, back in back home, we did not call it Indian food. It was food. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so uh, that's something which we want to keep alive uh, for the next generation and just see how they they go about it. Mm -hmm. So you mentioned like accessibility, how people, um, you know, well you mentioned it growing up. You know, you just go to the street carts and and grab the food. And now, yes. since you're right in the middle of of St. Paul, really, like you're very close to. The, both the capital, you know, Minneapolis yes. and St. Paul. So, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So how have you brought that accessibility both with just inviting people in and, and price-wise and, and just making it open for anyone to grab a bite? So from an accessibility perspective, we have dine-in, we uh, cater, mm -hmm. we also deliver through DoorDash, Grubhub, Bite Squad. We're working with a few of the other mm -hmm. vendors as well to expand that for for our for our guests. Uh, we are we are pretty much open during the month of Ramadan. We are preparing for the month of Ramadan big time. We are also offering like the Ramadan iftar boxes when people break fast. If they want to donate boxes, we can help them cater all of it. Uh, from from the food accessibility perspective, right? So we are right here. You can just we're just a phone call away. Yeah. Um, that's that. Uh, but other than that, I think. Um, uh, what is uh, we are you said it right? We are right in the middle of Saint Paul, where and we we have access to to the to both the sides of the cities, and um, we have McAllister College, we have Saint Kate's, um, and others, which we love our neighbors. So we offer them ten percent discount mm -hmm. uh, to any student who shows uh, up with a student ID or teachers, of course, to appreciate the teachers. Um, so that's all we do. Our price point is pretty reasonable given where we are. Uh, we want to keep it competitive at the same time, be able to pay our, our staff well enough so that uh, they are well taken care of um, and keep it ethical for everyone um, and keep it open, the, the place open. And that's why we go out and support a lot of local businesses around here. And we expect the same, um, and which is the case. A lot of our neighbors love us. They they are here. We are even a part of the uh, Snelling. Right? Yeah. Selby at Snelling. So yep. they also, they, they are our neighbors. They support all these yeah, small businesses. A, so yeah. a small business association, yeah. small business um, association that we are a part of. Yeah. yeah. Selby at Snelling. So yeah, we are yeah. also a part of that. So we offer a lot of uh, options of to course. our guests and customers. Yeah, so um, with 
with uh, you, you mentioned how a lot of the types of food that you guys make here wasn't around before. Um, so how have you guys been able to find like ingredients and stuff like that? Um, where, where are you getting your your products from, and, and how are you turning it into your own you know style? Yeah. So a lot of ingredients are available. Uh, it's just that cooking is an art, right? You, you, the ingredients are around. I cannot, I cannot make a painting, but the paints are there. So that's that. So um, there is, a, there are ingredients that are available. Uh, we offer some of the exclusives that we uh, we take very much pride in, which is something like really awesome pani puri, dahi puri. We have the best chart, I would say, in Twin Cities. Uh, Kushari. Kushari, that's yeah. an Egyptian street food again. And that's an exclusive option, which only we have it here yes. in Twin Cities. And a lot of the Egyptian, uh, Egyptian guests, they love it. They, they just love it. They keep it. coming back for the Kushari. So Kushari is a Egyptian street food. Mm -hmm. It's a bowl uh, size portion with a bed of white rice. Uh, topped with macaroni, topped with lentils, mm -hmm. topped with uh, with hummus, and then uh, caramelized onions. Yeah. And on the side you have a kushri sauce, which is a hot uh, red kind of a sauce, tomato-based sauce, uh, served really hot and amazing. So you can also top it with a protein of your choice. Mm -hmm. Uh, this is something which is very common in Egypt, but you don't get it in Twin Cities. Yeah. And the previous owners used to have it, and they were kind enough for us to continue with the recipe. Uh, so we are offering that as an exclusive in the Twin Cities too. Another part of this restaurant that I've really noticed is um, the design scheme. I mean, this whole flower wall and everything, um, you know, you guys have all the uh, technology and all the, the tables are beautiful in themselves. So how, how much work did you put in for that and, and why do you think that's important to the overall, you know, vibe, I guess, of the restaurant? This is done mostly to our style. This is a lot of it. Also, looks like my, my house too. I would say, right? A lot of this was picked from what I did to yes. my to my own living space. A lot of it. Uh, so we 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 wanted to do, and this is just a very simple business practice where we both have is to have. Um, uh, do things with passion, something mm -hmm. that you're really passionate about. Get into that. Uh, so so. I want to make this space and we together thought that this is something which we want to make it our own and how can we do it. Uh, ambience is really important yes. too. So we just, we just, we were focusing on the ambience to provide the audience the correct kind of, kind of potential what they want to see here and which, yeah. which they are really appreciating. A warmth well. that, that yeah. would bring them in and that make them, them feel um, you're having a meal at home kind of yeah. a feeling, right? So the, we want to make this a place where, where friends gather, where, mm -hmm. where, uh, where families gather, right? Loved ones gather and then they sit, sit and enjoy good food in a good kind of a vibe going yeah. around. So we have light music going on. We have this, all of this um, uh, chandeliers and mm -hmm. wall and everything. So this is something we, we upgraded uh, when we took over because this was important for our style of what we wanted to do. That mm -hmm. came from, again, the place of passion uh, for for making this place. Yeah. So I grew up working at a restaurant for you know from the time I was 14 years old, right? And so I remember my the owner of the restaurant. He's always running around, you know, going to Restaurant Depot and back, trying to get, you know, whatever we need. We're out of dressing. All right, he's on the way, right? So what have, what have the challenges been about starting this place up, or or I guess taking over, yeah. and like how have you tried to overcome those? I guess. Yeah. 
we do make uh, uh, quite a bit of run to restaurant depot yeah. to a, a lot of halal places where we get the meat sourcing the meat and all those things so it is it is an experience yeah. it is a it takes a lot of effort and we we enjoyed it actually yeah. it's a journey which we enjoy a lot yes so. mm-hmm. yeah. we both we both love what we do here mm-hmm. um, um, so those they don't feel like chore a lot of chores. A lot of times you would see my daughter sitting at the counter. She thinks that she runs the place and stuff, and she says that, which essentially is the case. It's a family restaurant. Uh, people love it. So we are all very much involved in what we do here uh, for the community. Uh, there's a community aspect. There is a passion aspect. There is something which we enjoy doing. So it doesn't feel like a lot of work. A lot of time we just hang out here because this is... My Not family, work. even they come in here during the weekends. They come in here to enjoy with us. They yeah. stay here for some time. My wife, my daughter, we all sit here, enjoy. So, his daughter came in. We, we are family. It's a family-owned business. We yes. enjoy a lot. Yeah. So we make it work. I would say. Yeah. <laughs> Between us. How do you think it's gonna play a role in in your family growing up? Or you know, you'll you'll have your kids working here and taking over the place, or what? What? How do you think that's gonna go? We'll see if we are able to. If, if this they're is five years, uh, they're just five years old. Yeah, they're right five now, year so. old, both of us. So long way to go. But yeah. if yeah, and if we grow out of this into something bigger and more places and more mm-hmm. options, we'll definitely see. We are exploring the option to grow it as a business, mm-hmm. and and see where it goes. Maybe we'll make it a franchise or something at yeah. some point. We'll we'll consider all of that. Yeah. So what what is I guess what is the future? More are you looking to add more stuff on the menu or are you guys sticking with with what you have and and saying hey guys this is really good trying to bring in more people and then move on from there? We are still trying to add multiple things like almost every weekend we have something some specials going on. We add more stuff to the existing menu. We have some specials for each every weekend. So if the if that really people love that then we add on to the menu yeah and then we do run weekend specials chef specials and yeah. some of those came from the one of our best some few of our best sellers came from those yeah so um, yeah we we try to ex- we are trying to expand our menu uh, uh, the future is uh, we want to first do it right what we do mm-hmm. and we want to be the best at it and then of course there is growth that comes with it so we we are not uh, we're not putting uh, putting our horses out of the, uh, the cart ahead of the, the horses. Let's say we're trying to learn from the whole experience and, you know, improve every day, uh, serve the best of the food every day. Uh, every meal that goes out of the kitchen, we want it to be uh, to be as enjoyable for the guest as we possibly can. So our focus is like, uh, our we want our team to focus razor sharp on what they do on a day-to-day basis to each and every meal each and every pinch of uh, herb that they pick up, they need to know what they're doing. And then once we are good at, while we're doing that great again and again, I think the growth would come automatically from it. A lot of people, a lot of friends, I was meeting with a friend yesterday and they were asking about, oh, hey, are you gonna start a new new place like closer to like Maple Grove where you live? And I was like, that's an option we're yeah. thinking, but we just haven't decided yet. Yeah. So, but I think that's on the cards. Yeah, yeah. I mean, well, it's hard to to take something and grow, and I'm I'm sure it was a lot of work starting or, you know, taking this place over. So have you really gotten your feet under you now, and and you have a a routine down on a, I guess, weekly basis? I think, yes. I think we have good hold of what we are doing here. We also know our business well enough. We also know 
when business picks up, what are, what are our hours, when it, so we, we are doing all the analytics uh, around it. We use technology, right? That helps us a lot to make those informed decisions too. Uh, I think at this point we have really good hold of what we do here. Uh, and I think I see a lot of potential in grow, and growth in this. Yeah. So is there anything you'd like to add? Or what, what should the people know about this restaurant and why should they come here? Come here for the food, come here for the family, come here uh, for a good time, come here for the vibe, come here because uh, it's your own place. We want everyone, we don't call our customers customers, we call them guests because we truly believe that they are guests for us. Um, and from where we come from, there is a saying called Atiti Devo Bhava. Uh, that's just an Indian thing. Uh, we want to treat our, our, our guests really well um, from, from a hospitality perspective. You would see me standing, uh, a lot of people just stand out of the door and they're looking inside. I'm like, come on in, I'll just yeah, yeah. Have, have a chai on us, it's fine. Just sit and uh, that's just a part of our hospitality that we want to offer. So come here to experience culture, come here to experience uh, the good vibes, the good feelings, good times. True, and it's just, a, it's just more about experience how we treat our guests and that's what we want to give them the best experience so they should come here for the experience yes yeah well awesome anything else you'd like to add thank you no, thank you so a much. lot for taking time yeah, scott uh, scout it was uh, amazing talking yeah. to you and good luck to to your ventures awesome well thank you guys perfect all righty thank you perfect